Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Scott David Chase. This is my truth. Tell me yours. Uh, on this episode, I speak with Dennis Dumont. Um, first of all, I want to apologize for the um, huge gap in time between episodes. Uh, I feel like I've talked about this on a few different episodes, but just super, super busy life trying to trying to figure out time for all of the various things, you know, doing three podcasts, doing art, working full time. So, um, and with this podcast, trying to, trying to line up my schedule with various guests can be a little bit difficult, but, uh, so, uh, it hasn't been as regular a schedule as some of the other podcasts and trying to, trying to make that better but sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but uh i like to think of this as a quality over quantity type of podcast trying to have conversations that are interesting first and foremost to myself and hopefully to anyone who's listening but uh yeah so thanks for thanks for patience thanks for continuing to listen uh dennis is a guy that uh i've known since high school, possibly even junior high. My, my memory's pretty foggy now. We're both in our um, early f- 40s, um, we've, so we've known each other since we were teenagers. Uh, Dennis is a world traveler, and um, you know we've talked about the idea of him starting a podcast at some point, and uh, we talk about different ideas for that uh, during this conversation, but you know we met up for coffee here in Peabody, Massachusetts before uh, I had to work uh, Sunday morning. I'm, I'm inside a mall, as you can probably hear the audio in the background. But yeah, it was a great conversation over coffee. Um, you know, he had messaged me the night before asking if there were specific questions, if he should prepare. And I said, no, it's just going to be a, a low-key conversation. That's what I try and do with this podcast anyways. And that's basically what it was. We kind of went in a few different directions. But uh, yeah, it, it was ultimately, it was a conversation I really enjoyed with a friend I've known for a long time, so hopefully you enjoy it as well. Um, So yeah, thanks for listening. This is one of those things I know it'll end up being if and when it happens, it'll just happen all of a sudden. Like, shit, I probably should have asked him how to do this. But it was just, it was funny because, so I actually did, uh, before I started doing the movie podcast, uh, my buddy Greg and I uh, did this, we did the thing where we visited every theater in New Hampshire. Yeah. And we I recorded, but I was just using my iPhone. Okay. to record them and just doing it as a voice memo yeah. which you can do but you've only got so much memory on the phone and so there were 35 Greg if you're listening sorry if that's the wrong number he would know better than me because it was his idea but uh, it was a great idea yeah it was fantastic and there's a, <laughs> there's a new one opening in Salem this year so we'll have to hit that one too but around episode like 27 or 28 my phone died and I had been I had been saving them to the you know to the cloud. Uh, yeah. So I get a new phone, open up my cloud, and you know my pictures are there and stuff. And I'm just like, cool. I need all these audio files. And I went to actually that the Apple store here, and they're like, 
get. There's no fire. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? There's like, yeah, there's no audio files. And so, and it was one of those things, like, I was, like, worried to tell Greg. Because I was like, fuck, he might be like, uh, forget about it. And because we were almost done at that point. But the way I looked at it with him was, like, because at that point, we didn't have a way to put them up. Like, I was like, we'll record them, and then I'll figure out a way to get them up, and we'll put them all at once, like a Netflix series. But so I told, like, I recorded a new one while we were on the trip, and then after it was done, I was like, so I got to tell you. And he was just like, well, that sucks. And I was like, but in the beginning, we had the idea we were going to do it. We were doing it just for us. And then I came up with the idea of recording it. I was like, so we should still finish it. And he's like, oh, yeah, we should absolutely finish it. Yeah, and I was like, and you know, we'll do whatever, and then, because but we had been doing like videos and stuff along the way too, so um, like it's not like it wasn't documented, but like I said at the end of the day, we were doing it for us first and foremost. But what's weird is when I got the phone that I have now, like a year ago, year and a half ago, all of a sudden one day, like I just had it on, and because I had like you know Wi-Fi on all the time, it's like files downloading. And, like, half of those audio files from three years ago just <laughs> showed up in my phone. Wow. I was like, what the fuck? So, so wow. It, it, it's one of those things that I may, just for fun, sometime this year, just, like, put a bunch of them up and be like, hey, so this was, like, the genesis for yeah, this that would podcast. Be great. Um, I did that with this podcast at the end of the first season because I had um, I'd gone out on my road trip and, I, I like, I staggered them. So I would have new episodes going up as I was on the road. And I've, when I was in Arizona, I did a couple interviews with bands for the newspaper I was writing for. And I just recorded them. And I was yeah. just like, well, they weren't done for the podcast. It was, just, And they were phone interviews, so the audio wasn't. And it was, I had actually used a tape recorder. And then yeah. had, like, sure. I found the actual, t- so it's like, like shitty analog to digital to analog to like, so it wasn't great sound quality, but it was just like, oh, there's some, some, some cool bands that I, I talked to. So uh, I was like, why not? Do you, you know the band Clutch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I had interviewed Neil Fallon, the lead singer yes. from Clutch, and I was just like, wow, that'll be kind of cool to put up, you yeah. know, whether or not he ever hears it again or whatever. Yeah. No, that's great, though. It was also interesting because it was like three albums ago, so it was like hearing him talk, and like his kids were... His, or his son was newborn and his kid's like 10 now so wow. it was kind of cool to hear that but yeah so I had the idea to do a podcast or podcast in general for years before, and then it took my buddy Gary asking me to do the Real Fake News one and we sat down and did it and after a couple months and then I asked the producer I was like hey I kind of want to do another podcast and he's like uh, okay like tell me about it and then I told him my idea for yeah. this one and it was already like a full-fledged idea and then started that and then when I was on my road trip I was like I should do a movie review one too so when I came back I was like how would you feel about me doing another podcast and he's <laughs> like well normally I would try and talk someone out of doing three podcasts yeah. at a time but he's like but I also know when you commit to doing something that you do it so if you want to do it we'll do it uh but uh, yeah, so that I don't know. It was just it's pretty easy um, for me. But I've also like I'm just I was just making sure that the picture's saved because for some reason 
some of the pictures I've been taking don't save. That's weird. Um, yeah, it's it's an iPhone seven, and they're on ten now, and I haven't updated the iOS in a while because there's like built-in stuff to like make the old ones like not work anymore. Uh, that, yeah, so you have to buy a new one, right? Yes. Yeah, so I'm just like, and the phone's Fast working time. fine-ish. Yeah, but it's like once a week, it's like. Your your photo library has not been at, packed up in 110 right. days, and I was just like, I know, yeah. I'm not doing it, <laughs> like, because I know what you're up to, because yeah. I did it last time. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't deal with that, and the price of a, you know, fifteen hundred dollar phone. Not that that is, but right, you know, right. It's what do you have? Do you have an Android? Or? Yeah, I just have a Android. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a phone. Samsung. It's yeah. Phone. And I, that was the thing. I was a. I was an Android guy for a while, and I was like, nah, I don't want to do an iPhone. Like, everyone has an iPhone. And then um, I needed a new phone. Like, I was, like, whatever phone I had had died. And there was a special, like, that week where it was just like, okay, you can buy a phone right now. It was like $200 to get the equivalent phone of what I had. They're like, you can get the new iPhone, and it's free. And I was like, you know, and I was broke, of yeah, course. Exactly. So I was like, all right, I'll take the free phone. That's and then, how they get you. <laughs> and then I got used to the way it works. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah. But that's funny because now, like, with the new ones, they've changed so much. Like, it doesn't have a headphone jack. It doesn't have that. Wow. Like, oh, yeah, because everything's wireless. Yeah, and everyone walks around with those stupid fucking buds. Yeah. It. But you have to, like, I don't know if it comes with them or not. But Probably like, not. I know I would lose them. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, that's the thing. Like, I've always used, like, headphone jacks that are, like, you know, I use an auxiliary cable I pay $5 for, and it lasts me four months, and then it craps out, and then I pay $5 for another one. Yeah. But, mm. um, yeah, so you were, I mean, you and I had talked before about the idea of you you wanting to start one. Like, yeah. um, what do you think, what do you think, like, would be the... Like, have you thought about how you would do it? Like, like what the premise? Or not the premise, but like, would you just be? Like, I mean, so, so we've talked about uh, cannabis, uh, yes. Because um, you do, you do your. Was it the? What's the name? What's the name of your? I, I've uh, first of all, I hate everything I do. Why? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like the whole fourth or anything, I never really liked in the first place. Right. I always used to shit on it. Okay, say that. Yeah, I always you, used you to. Say yeah, I always used to shit on it, and yeah. or think it was just ridiculous. And then when I was creating yeah. that Instagram page, I'm like, what am I going to call this? Right. So I was going to do like D apostrophe S, like D's. Right. Four traffic, you know, whatever, okay. and. Then you can't do uppercase and you can't do apostrophes or right, whatever. So right. it's just D Z Z four twenty eight. Okay. Right? Well, I mean, and I, I, I kind of always had that mentality too about the whole four twenty thing. But I was like, at the end of the day, when you're doing something on a public forum, yeah. it is going to grab attention of people. Like right off the bat, it'll let people people who would be interested yeah. in what you're doing. Um, so you know, we're recording this in in Massachusetts. You live in Massachusetts, yes. where uh, it's legal. legal. It's legal. Yeah, it's funny because I I live in New Hampshire where it's not legal, which is funny because New Hampshire's live free or die. Exactly. Right? So. Yeah, it's legal it's, in New Hampshire. It's legal in Maine. I think it's legal in Vermont. I'm not sure. That's. I was looking into that yesterday. Actually, I'm not sure either. I think it is. Yeah. It's, might be medical. I don't know if it's recreational. Or not. Yeah. Um, 
and you know, like we had said when we talked a couple of weeks ago, it was like when we were in high school, if you had told me, oh yeah, in 25 years, it's going to be legal in like, I don't know how many of the states it is now, but it's a lot of them. It's like, you know, it's very quickly is becoming oh, yeah. not yeah. a thing at all where people like don't care about it. And it was just like, and it's so funny because it just, I mean, just the fact that it, it's been classified as a, as a drug our whole yeah. life where there's so much shit that's way worse for you that's been legal our entire life but the fact that it was illegal put it in this weird like degenerate thing particularly in like I mean like as far as like my parents are concerned I mean I don't know how your parents were but it was just like that's what you know bad bad kids are doing it's the way a lot of people who don't smoke I don't know if they used to look at it that way I think some people still do I know some people that do but um I think it's up to an individual basis. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of good people that do. Um, there's a lot of people that do positive stuff that smoke, and it's really not as big of a deal as, like, it's made because, you know, a while back, like 2000, 2001, I went to Amsterdam right. where it had been legal for quite a while, and um, it was just like no one... Like, there were certain rules to it, but it wasn't right. a big deal. Right. I mean, if, if you walked outside and you were barbecued or whatever you're walking down the road like no one's staring at you no one's like judging you whatever so I think that's part of the thing about it being you know in a class with heroin and meth and everything else people just assume and then the fact that people say it's a gateway drug and I don't know I just think people's attitudes would change if they saw a different I think unfortunately a lot of people might just see people that uh turn them off to it right. without seeing the bigger picture. So. Well, and it's funny too because like the whole the whole four, 420 thing and like a lot of the, the culture around it I think turns a lot of, maybe not even a lot of people, but certain people off. I mean, I used to do a, a joke in my stand-up act about like how I wish, you know, I was like, I hope it becomes legal one day so I don't have to watch any more of these fucking videos of my friends smoking weed. On. I mean, but it's, I basically looked at it as like the equivalent of like, like, it's fine if you, if you use it and whatever, but like when people have like just the pot leaf on everything they own, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, that's the same thing as like, if you have like Budweiser mirrors all over your apartment, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can do it. And like, clearly I know that you like Budweiser, but like, <laughs> That's, yeah. I know that's not all there is to you, and if it is, then you know you're yeah, kind of a boring dude. Yeah, you know? exactly. But no, it's that's the thing, and it's just a difference in individuals. Like some people, you know, might have everything they have have cannabis, you know, like right. pot leaves on it or whatever. But it's just the way people react. Like um, I was in Salem one night seeing a band yeah. that I know from Japan, great band, and a band from Texas that was great, uh, and. You know, it's decriminalized. So I'm assuming I, I've been around like Boston and people are just smoking it out in the open, like right. walking around. So a bunch of dudes are smoking on the sidewalk when, you know, you could be smoking out back where no one's, you know. Right. And um, there's just people walking by who are like disgusted because they had to walk through a wall of smoke and they don't smoke. Right. And it's like, that's the other thing that kind of gets me is. You're just giving everyone a bad name by being a dick, you know? Sure, like, so sure. that kind of thing doesn't 
interest me either, but... Well, and that's the, that's the same thing with, like, people who vape, too, is, like... Yeah, Because it's, yeah. it's a weird time now where it's not really regulated and, like, the FDA hasn't looked into it. So, like, you know, walking through the mall, and, you, and, it's, and it's usually punk kids. Yeah. And by kids, I mean people who are, like, 25 or under. Yeah. Because we're old men now. Oh, yeah. Um, I carry reading glasses, so... <laughs> but they, uh, you know, they'll blow a big puff of... Yeah. ...of vape, and, like... And, and yes, it's not... They're not breaking the law or whatnot, but I'm like, you're, you're being a dick. Yeah. And, and you're only... Do, like... If nobody cared that you were doing it, you wouldn't be doing it. You're doing yeah. it because you think you're being a badass. Or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's annoying. But It is crazy to see, like, people, big plumes of smoke coming out of cars that, you know, it's like a Cheech and Chong thing where the whole car is full of smoke. Yeah. It's, it's just weird, like, but I don't know. It's also, like, it's been interesting because I'm hearing more and more, like, listening to podcasts and stuff. There, there'll be like little public service announcements at the beginning of it about smoking and driving now yeah. which I mean growing up my friends used to do it all the time and like I didn't even think about it for the longest time that it was like you're driving like smoking weed and driving yeah smoking yeah. weed and, yeah. and driving and it's cause I mean I know it's funny because if you had someone who's like oh yeah I you know I just had a bunch of beers yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the road now. You'd be like, you can't, do, like, that's yeah. crazy. But like, no one really, like, freaked out about people smoking weed. And now that it's a legal thing, they're like, okay, this is an issue. Yeah, we have to address. Um, and obviously, it's different for every person because it yeah. affects every person differently. And I, you know, I know plenty of people that I'm sure do it all the time yeah. and don't have a problem. But yeah. I'm, you know, the flip side of it is, I probably know some people that. Could could drive with a buzz on and be fine too, but it's yeah. just like it's it's been interesting how the national conversation is changing now that it's becoming more and more legal. Well, it's interesting too because, like a long time ago, when it was illegal and it still is in some states, I mean, you might have to get a bunch of friends together, right? And you can't smoke in your house. You right. can't stand outside and smoke. And so, you know, they're the like, car's oh. the natural. Yeah. yeah. And so they go for a ride in the car and whatever. And, um, yeah, like you said, no one really thinks about it. Right. You know, maybe the dude driving doesn't, you know, right. passes it, hits it every other time, whatever. But, right. um, yeah, it's just one of those things because there's no outlet for it, yep. you know? And that's the thing. At least if it, like now, eventually people will see, I think, once it becomes more mainstream that you can go and, you know, go and have a cup of coffee, have a joint, right. you know, and continue your day. But uh, it's much stronger now than it was sure. back then, too. So. Sure. And it affects everyone differently. And now, you know, the younger kids, again, because I'm an old man, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not just, like, everything's not good enough. Like, the original Ghostbusters isn't good enough. Like, anything before they were born isn't good enough for movies, right. so we got to remake them. Right. And, like, we smoking weed isn't good enough. Right. So now we got to extract all the oil out of it and smoke dabs and right. all this crazy shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's even taken to, like, when I was back in Amsterdam, you get hash, you get weed. That was kind of about it. Right. You know, besides other stuff that was, you know, mushrooms and stuff like that. But right. uh, now with all the, you know, the extra extracts and it's just crazy. I yeah. Mean, but 
I mean, I don't know. I just think about like all the guys our age who were like, like you know, like basement chemists when we were growing up who uh, were like probably making a lot of money now because they can <laughs> actually get like legitimate jobs. I mean, I have few friends who work in the cannabis industry in just like grow operations and stuff like that and it was like a lot of them were like people who were like had little like closet growing operations now but like yeah it's it's crazy to think i mean it'll be it'll be interesting to see when we're really old men like how much it's changed because i mean just just so much of the world has changed in our lifetime i mean oh absolutely just you know insane you and i both have cell phones in our pockets like you know we've got mini computers in our pockets like where any of the world's information that we want to know is at our fingertips and it's like the most boring thing in the world like we couldn't (laughs) care less like like the fact that like like when we were in high school like you would have like like if someone would make you a mixtape it was like 90 minutes and you're like wow this is like a ton like it's like you know an hour and a half of the best songs yeah. in the world and it was like a cool thing and if you were to tell me in 1994 hey you're gonna someday walk around with something in your pocket the size of a cassette that you have 10,000 songs on there it would blow yeah. my mind oh, yeah. and I'm not excited about it today <laughs> I'm just like I got nothing to listen to on my phone I've got 10,000 songs. Oh, yeah. It's endless. And the thing is, uh, I I guess you just become comfortable with it. For sure. But that's the thing. When I was back in high school, it's like, I remember taking, I don't know if it was computer class or whatever the hell it was. Right. And we just sit there and we practice typing or doing MS-DOS or whatever. Right. And it's like, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like so long ago. (laughs) Well, I remember that when they were like... Neanderthals chipping away at the rock. Oh, yeah. Well, we were like... We got in right before, like... They're like, we think computers might play a part in business going forward, so you need to know something. But, like, we didn't really learn anything. So, like, when I was first going into, like, you know, the workforce, and they're like, oh, you know, do you have... If you have any computer skills, write them down. I'm like, I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, And, I mean, as we've gotten older, they've also gotten easier and easier to use. But, yeah, it's just, I mean... So much has changed. I mean, the other thing, too, like, like the social thing was, so like when we were in junior high and high school, like the biggest thing that most guys, like guys between like thirteen and seventeen or whatnot, yeah. it's like they didn't want anyone to think they were gay. Like if you <laughs> called someone gay, that was like, oh shit. I, yeah. You know. Sorry. No, no, no. But I mean, it is yeah. it is ridiculous to no, think about it now, ridiculous. and it's like now in 2019, for someone to make fun of someone for being homosexual is like unheard of, and it's like yeah. socially like, what are you doing? You're, yeah, you, know, yeah. you can't do that. Like, I don't know if you saw that the 21 Jump Street movie. Yes, yeah, so when I think it was, <laughs> I think it was Channing Tatum or one of the characters yeah. when they are undercover in high school was like making fun of them. Yeah, that was, like, that was he's gay. And he's like, what are you doing <laughs> making fun of someone yeah. because of their sexuality? What's wrong with you? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that's kind of like, I mean, I had a conversation with a 20 year old coworker the other day about that and uh, who, who is gay and was talking about like, you know, difficulties that he had at college and, but it was like, and I was like, 
I was like, I can't even imagine what it was like. Yeah. You know, because I know people we went to high school with who who are out now, and I don't know if they had knew that about themselves then and was just like, yeah. I'm not telling any of these people because yeah, these true. are a bunch of assholes. But, like, I was just that's like, it's crazy how the culture has changed since then. Well, that's kind of like the thing with repression with everything. You know what I mean? Not that it equates to the pot thing, but it's one no, of those things where sa- people... it's the same like, idea. It's legal here. I wouldn't go around like an asshole and just start blowing it in people's... And, you know, I don't... You know, whatever. But right. um, I still feel like a criminal. Right. <laughs> I'm still checking. You know, I'm still looking right. over my shoulder. For sure. And, you know, it's just weird. Like, and that's how I've always felt, like, in this country. Now, when I went to Amsterdam, I remember walking out of a coffee shop and I was really high because I didn't realize how strong the stuff was. Sure. And I was, I wanted to mail uh, postcards. Yeah. And I'm with two of my friends and I'm looking around and we were, I was trying to find a thing that said post office to find out where they were and there's a cop across the street. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go ask the cop. And they're like, no, because that's something you don't do. You know yeah. what I mean? So I went up to the cop. He looked at me. I told him I didn't speak Dutch, you know, sorry. Asked him if he knew where a post office was. This guy looks at me, looks at them, and he starts radioing in a Dutch on his shoulder. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm looking at them, and they're like, you know, like we're all criminals. And he's like, you go down the road, take a left, and then a right, and it's right there. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, yeah, I was just calling in to see which one was the closest, have a good day, and walks off. It was just like a total opposite situation that you'd ever have here. Mm -hmm. But even still, there's a lot of people that frown upon it, I guess. Sure. What's fun, I, just as we were talking, I was thinking about the fact that, like, because there are so many people that still look down on it, but there's, an, like, so texting and driving. Yeah. Like, and everyone knows it's it's bad news, but just, like, I do a lot of driving for my work. I just look to my left, look to my right. Everyone fucking does it. And, like, oh, yeah, I saw it the other day, too. <laughs> I, I passed, a, I passed a, a Stady driving to work the other day on 495, and yeah. he was... And I'm just, and I'm sure oh. if someone called him on it, he'd be like, "I was official police business." Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, doesn't mean it's any less dangerous. I I seen a dude on 93 who had his elbows on the wheel and a phone in each hand, like driving yeah. like that. I've seen people with uh, the iPads on their steering wheel. Yeah. And I actually saw a truck driver driving in what was about to be heavy traffic just reading a newspaper. Yeah. Like, I drove by him, and he's just flipping the page, looking at me. I'm like, dude, you're driving <laughs> you know, a, thing a 40,000 pound truck. Could potentially, and has killed, I mean, you know, Tracy Morgan was in that terrible oh, yeah. accident, and like, I don't, I don't, I never heard the details of it, because they settled out of court, but like, I don't know if you've heard Tracy Morgan in interviews since then, because no, like... No, I haven't. I, I love Tracy Morgan. I mean, he lost... One of his friends died, and, and like, he was hurt, yeah, hurt yeah, he was really bad. bad. Yeah, but, like, and this, like, this is going to sound really crass to say it, but, like, he's set for life now as far as money. And he talks about it, too. He's just like, he's like, yeah, I got that Walmart settlement. <laughs> he's just like, Walmart's got some money. So he's like, I can't talk about it. But because whoever he was talking to yeah. was at his house, and they're like, I will say this house is not a lot nicer than Tracy's house that I was at seven years ago. <laughs> He's like, I got that Walmart money, baby. Wow. I mean, he really doesn't have to do anything yeah. now, but you know, and it's kind of funny to see him like show up in movies yeah. now because it's like, clearly he's just doing this because yeah. it's fun. Like there's no like, oh, I gotta, I gotta have a hit now. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, 
So, I know that you had gone to answer, and you said that was what, like 12 years ago? Almost probably like 2000 and 2000. I went two years ago. Okay, so, so almost 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I look at pictures now. Back then, no cell phones. Right. 110 camera, right. 110 shitty camera, or yeah. 35 millimeter camera too. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot different even back then. Like sure. now they've updated Amsterdam where there's a whole underground, there's all sorts of crazy stuff that yeah. wasn't back then. So yeah. it's been a while. And when was the first time you went to Japan? Uh, recently, like four years ago. Oh, okay. I think. For some reason yeah. I thought you had been earlier than that because you were one of the first people that I was aware of who had like traveled internationally not just for like oh shit I have to go for a wedding over here or or it wasn't like a, a you know a school or collegiate yeah. trip um, I mean I, I know people since then but like even even most of my friends who travel internationally a lot it's usually either for work or because they're in a band and they're on tour yeah like, um I mean, I know some people that travel, but uh, what, like, what made you want to do that? Just to, like, going to Amsterdam was was cannabis like the the primary, like, reason or just one of the reasons? It was one of the reasons. Like, yeah. and it was kind of weird. Uh, my friend Alex and my friend Jake at the time they wanted to go, and like, we were talking about it. We, I think we had probably seen stuff, and you know, um, we we're interested in going on a trip. Right. And, I mean, Alex's mom lived in Germany, so, you know, he had traveled a lot. Sure. Uh, my friend Jake and I had been to England mm-hmm. prior to that, and uh, so we both like traveling. So, yeah. um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. No. So, yeah, so it was just, like, that's the reason we went, and we went totally unprepared. Like, not we took stuff with us, obviously, but we didn't, like, uh, do any, like, research about right. where stuff was. We got a plane ticket through a travel agency, which now you don't have to do, right. in Hampton. And we just flew over there, got our hotel when we were there at the airport. And it was just pretty awesome. And yeah. ever since, I mean, getting out of high school and going in the military traveling right, uh, opened my eyes up with, to traveling and how great it is and the difference in, you know, your yeah. view of the world and everything once you actually step outside. For sure. And I had friends that when we got back the first year from Amsterdam, were like, oh, you went to Amsterdam? I'd love to go. Like, how do you do it? It's like, you just get a ticket and you go. Right, you know? right. So it's not, I mean, you can plan it. It's obviously good to plan. And it's yeah, a lot. It's, it's right? one option. It was, yeah. uh, but, I mean, when I did my road trip a year and a half ago, I had a lot of people particularly people I've known for a long time, like people we went to high school with and went and they're like, oh, I so wish I could do that. I'm like, you can. Yeah. It's not tough. I'm it like, really I did it and I certainly don't have my shit together by yeah. any means. But I also didn't like, I really didn't have a plan for that trip, which was like, I was like, I want to hit each of them. Uh, but every day I was like, all right, let me see how far I'm going to get today. Yeah. Uh, but I also kind of like, you know, you were saying, like, it's good to plan ahead. I think to a degree it it is, but, like, anytime I've traveled where there's been, like, a strict itinerary, okay, yeah, we're doing this to this, I'm like, really like I don't enjoy it as much. Uh, and it's like, no, I'm exploring something that's different from me, so I want to just see, like, where the day takes me and, and whatnot. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I mean, it sounds like you had 
some some good people to travel with. I've generally not found people <laughs> yeah, like that. So, I was lucky. Yeah, so. I mean, I've for the most part like not given up on it, but like I just make a plan, and then if someone wants to come along, I'm be like, cool, this is what I'm doing. But like, because for the longest time, I would make trip plans, and then at some point, the person I was doing it with like either backed out yeah, or stuff sucks. got complicated, and then I would just be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. So finally, I was like, no, I'm just going to do what I want to do. If someone comes along, cool. If not, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. That's how I kind of did it. I mean, I'm sure those friends that I traveled with, like, you know, I'm sure my friend Jake would love to go back to Amsterdam. Um, yeah and stuff but that's how it was it's like man if I gotta do it alone or not do it you know I mean right and when I went to Japan I was all over the place I had a, I had kind of a probably a different experience than other people might have going their first time because yeah. I knew so many people in so many different places right but I also was like all over the place yeah. you know just like constantly because I wanted to see as much stuff as I could see. Yeah. And that's the great thing. Like, even the first time we went to, I went to Amsterdam, I just remember being in the Rijksmuseum, and I was in, like, the basement looking at all this, like, uh, whatever century dynasty Chinese, like, silverware, all, right. you know, all this gold-plated stuff. And um, there's people behind me talking different languages that I don't speak. Right. So it's just, that goes away, and I'm just looking at the stuff that, you right. could never see anywhere else. Like right. these paintings that they had to cut to bring into a room that, you know, yeah. just dwarf you and stuff. And I don't know, the fact that people don't get to see that. Like I came back and I'd be back in Hampton and I'd be on the beach and I'd be like, oh, I just went to Amsterdam. It was at the Rijksmuseum. It was awesome. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I've seen a museum and a bar on TV. You know, it's like, it's like all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's about as far as they go. You know? Yeah. So, well, that was my experience traveling this country I mean I had it when I moved to Arizona having conversations with people because over and over again was like oh what did you guys move out here because I I moved out there with a girlfriend and they're like what did you guys move out here for do you have family out here I'm like no just to do it and they're like like that seemed like such a foreign concept like to most Americans like most Americans don't travel internationally at all but most of them don't even leave within like 100 150 miles of where they grew up it's just kind of like and it's such a weird thing, particularly because historically in this country, we all got here by traveling far distances. Yes. And I don't know if that's like, I mean, there's a weird thing in this country that we're the best yeah. at everything. And it's, oh, yeah. you know, and, and I can say fairly diplomatically, <laughs> we're not, I mean, there, and this is, and I, and I love living in this country, oh, so do I. but absolutely. There's so much more in this world that you can experience, oh, and yeah, like, it's crazy. and it doesn't even have to be like. First of all, why does everything have to be qualified? Why does it have to be number one, number two, whatever? Yeah, it's, it's silly. Yeah, there's this and there's this, and they're different, and they both have good things about them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I you know, I've had people ask me that. They're like, "What was better, you know, you know New England or or Arizona?" I'm just like, "Well, I'm back here, so clearly." For me, I liked it, but there are things that I miss about Arizona, and like when I went on my trip and I was in Arizona, I was like, it was one of the only places that I was at on the trip where I was like, well, this feels like home as well, because I spent some time there, but I'm sure if I had lived in Detroit for five years and then I revisited it, it would feel the same way, so it's just, you know, there's... 
there's cool shit everywhere. You just oh, gotta open your eyes to it. That's the thing. And I mean, you will see stuff overseas. I mean, I traveled a lot more a long time ago, like pre nine eleven. Right. You know, uh, you know. So and you know, up to recently to Japan and stuff. But um, you know, I've been to Canada, love traveling, but I'm guilty of not like also visiting a lot of places in the U.S. Like out west and stuff. I've right. been which I should. I'm also aware of the fact that I don't have children right. and like a job that if I just left I would be well that's screwed, the thing you, so you and I have I can have that it. where we can tr- like we can make the decision to up and go and it doesn't really affect anyone else's life where yeah a lot of the people that were like oh I wish I could do that had kids and I'm like you can you're gonna be a shitty parent if you do that but like <laughs> take them with you yeah exactly it's good. expensive though too expensive for, for sure for yeah. sure um, do you so because I know you and I had talked about, like, you know, when cannabis became legal in Massachusetts, you traveled to some different places, different dispensaries and stuff. Um, have you traveled, like, out of state to visit other other places much uh, for that type of stuff? Not yet, but I want to because, like, you inspired me with that going, this, you know, around yeah. the states and yeah. stuff. And I thought about that when I was thinking about doing a podcast. I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to drive out and meet some people that I sure. haven't met before um, like there's at least a few people in Canada and, you know even though I've been before that I didn't know then so I was thinking of doing that I when I originally started that page I'm like oh the dispensaries are open I'll just start reviewing whatever right. I get there and then it turned out to still be like kind of a nightmare where the one around here in Salem isn't even selling flour anymore and like it's just it's still a gigantic mess they right. say they have 10 to like 12 of them open but I think you can only buy it at like 3 of them and they're all out west if you don't mind driving 2 hours and, right you know but um that again, sorry. What's <laughs> no so uh, I haven't been out of state to do that yet yeah. but like that's the thing I didn't know I had a friend from Exeter ask me if they'd be able to come down and buy pot here. And yeah. I was like... Oh. Exeter, New Hampshire. Yeah, sorry. No, no, and, no. Um, yeah, and I was like, you know, that's a good I, that's a good question. Sure. I don't know because you're out of state. And I guess apparently the place I checked, you can't. But um, so I'm assuming if I go to Canada because it's national legal, right. there'll be no problem for me. Sure. Too. But I don't know if I went to Maine where it's legal if because I have an out-of-state ID. If, if they'd if yeah. you'd be able... And I wonder if it's like one of those because I'd like to, yeah, cross check things. They're like, oh, well, he has a Massachusetts license; it is legal yeah. in Massachusetts. Sure, yeah. I mean, and and again, I think that would be an interesting sort of thing for a podcast. And you wouldn't even have to; the whole thing wouldn't have to be per se about just going there. But like yeah. you said, meeting up with other people, you could talk about yeah. like what you did, like like the the travel could be the sort of framework of an episode but you're like oh while we're here we saw this we saw this we saw this which I don't know like for me my interest because I listen to a lot of podcasts my interest like you know most podcasts are like oh this podcast is about this this was like I listen to one called the Boogie Monster podcast uh, which it's two comedians but it's ostensibly each week they talk about a different like supernatural occurrence and then they talk about whether or not they think it's real or not but most of the podcasts is just the two of them bullshitting with each other (laughs) and they'll always talk about they're like oh I guess we should get into the topic like sorry the people you know people probably annoyed and I'm like no that's 
to me, that's the most interesting part. Like, the other part's fine. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of fun, but I'm like, they're interesting. And they're both funny guys, too, so yeah. it's interesting to listen to. I'm like, that's why I listen each week. So I'm like, I think the whatever theme you have initially is going to bring people in, but it has to be an interesting, you know, conversation to keep people coming back. So, yeah. you know, and, you know, you and I have had many, many long, long yeah. talks. So, you know, we're both world-class jabber jaws. So, oh, yeah, you know, I definitely. think, I think you could definitely do a podcast oh, and, you know, talk with different people. Yeah. Know? Originally when I was going to think about starting it, I have problems with like, again, with like the name of the Instagram, like, what am I going to call it? I don't sure. know. And then, like, I wasn't going to do one specifically about cannabis. Right. Even though it would be good because of, like you said, how it's going to change and everything else to document it. But yeah. um, I just know so many people from so many areas. For sure. Like, I mean, from Amsterdam to Tokyo to Canada to wherever in the States and Germany, everywhere. Yeah. And England. And um, just one of these things, like, if I could talk to them... You know, each of them probably has some information that I don't know or other people don't know. They sure. all have very interesting, uh, a lot of interesting things about them. Yeah. So um, that's why I was thinking of doing so. I didn't want to pigeonhole it into being about, say, cannabis and then ask, like, this couple that I know that are, like, neuroscientists and doctors to come sure. on and then be like, hey, you want to come on the can You know. Right. Because we probably wouldn't even talk about it. Right. You know, so... Yeah, I mean, you could do you could do whatever you want, yeah. obviously. Yeah, um, and that was the thing too. Like for this podcast, when I started, it was like, okay, this is me talking to artists, musicians, actors, and then, but it was basically like an excuse for me to sit down and do exactly what we're doing right now. Which yeah, is just talk to someone, and then you know there were a couple of people that I was like, well, they don't technically fall under that, but I was like, I just started that so that I could sit and have a conversation with someone so I was just like I, who fucking cares yeah. it's just because you know like you were saying I, I know a lot of people who have had very different life experiences than me. I mean I, I know plenty of people who have had similar paths too and like um, some of the people that are you know my oldest friends who have a lot of the same interests with me I could sit down with them anytime and, and record a conversation but it never occurs to me because I'm just like oh well you know I know, not that I know everything about them, but I'm yeah, like, I, yeah. I get, I get, like, I, it almost to me when I know someone who, I'm like, all right, we have like 10% of the same interest. That's someone I want to talk to more about it because I'm going to learn about stuff yeah. that I don't know about already. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a lot different than I was. I think probably a lot of people are than they were in high school. Sure. So, um, yeah, it's, it's I interesting. Mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's the people that are the same as they were in high school that scare me. That's, yeah, never thought about that. that I mean, I, that's true. I had, um, so a couple, couple years ago, when gay marriage was made legal, uh -huh. you know, across the board, uh, I had, you know, I, I made some comment on Facebook, because I grew up in the church, so I know some people who were pretty conservative, and yeah. some people, sure. some backlash on it, and they're like, this is an abomination, blah, 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 and I'm like, it's cool you can have your you can believe whatever you want to believe you know yeah. I disagree with you but you know that's the nice thing about this country you can believe whatever you want and yeah. you also have the right to express that belief verbally uh, without 
persecution uh, from the government, yeah. I can tell you you're full of shit. <laughs> but I was basically like, if you think you know, gay people don't deserve all the same human rights as everyone else, I don't want you in my life because exactly. I don't agree with you. And yeah. you know, this one woman that I had known for a long time was like, um, well, if they're allowed to get married, that that cheapens what what my marriage means. I'm like. If it cheapens your marriage, then yeah. your marriage has problems anyways. I was like, nobody else's <laughs> marriage should have any effect on yeah, how exactly. you're... Yeah, exactly. I was like... It, but she was, like, petitioning to, like, have certain rights taken, like, health benefits. And I was like, why are you trying to, like, affect someone else's life that That's has crazy. no effect on you? Yeah, and the fact that you'd be comfortable with that. I mean, I always have a problem with, like, you know bigwigs being comfortable that they have their employees working for pennies and that right. they get assistance from the state and stuff and you know people doing that um, I don't know it's just it's it's weird like the older like when I was younger I used to think like situations like that where like you know large corporations think, like they, they were just out of touch and didn't yeah, oh, yeah, realize yeah. how they were affecting people's lives but the older I get I'm like no they're just some people there that are in the world that don't care no, they're just about like, anyone else but themselves and actually like realize that the only way they're going to get ahead and have the life they want is to fuck other people over. Yeah. And the again, the thing going back to Amsterdam is when I went over there, yeah. a big portion of Amsterdam is not pro-gay, but you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, they don't care at all. You know, there's bars and everything else. Yeah. And obviously, prostitution's legal there in, yeah. you know, licensed... You have to be yeah, taxed and everything. It's, you can't do it on the street, just like drugs. You can't get on the street. But um, the thing about it is when people put that stuff aside, what I took away from it was it was so refreshing to go to a place and it was, like, totally opposite. And if a dude was walking around and he looked like, you know, he was either dressed like trans or looked like, you know, the dude from Rocky Horror Picture Show sure. or whatever... Just whatever. Right. No one batted an eye. Right. No one gave a shit. And it was like, it shouldn't matter. Like, there's so much time spent on race and on, like, people's sexual preference and everything else. Right. That wastes so much time. Like, there's so much other stuff you could be enjoying and doing. For sure. And it kind of, like, holds us back. Oh, yeah. Like, I understand there's people that care about the sanctity of marriage, I guess. I mean. I guess. I guess. But, um. Yeah, it just seems like time that's wasted, you know, yeah. like, well, especially if you invest your whole life into, like, you know, waiting for the race war, or, like, doing whatever, you know what right. I mean? It's just... You know, like, you're missing like, out on stuff in Yeah, life keeping that, another person down, you know? Well, um, you know, you know who the comedian Doug Stanhope is? Yeah, absolutely. He's got this thing, and, like, I, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he was just, like, he's, like, nationalism is just bunch of people trying to take credit for shit they had nothing to do with <laughs> that you know it, like I don't know I always felt that same way about like sports where people like get so gung-ho about like their team and they're like oh we're doing this yeah. I'm like what's this we shit yeah, like exactly you had nothing to do with it but that's the yeah. same thing with like oh you know Massachusetts is the greatest state in the world yeah. you know and you're like oh cool where else have you lived <laughs> oh, I've lived here my whole life I was like so you have no frame of reference so you you, yeah. you can't state that like I'm like it might be the favorite place that you've lived because yeah. it's the only place that you've exactly. lived like 
I, I don't know. Like We have a, an inferiority complex. Yeah. I say we. Yeah. <laughs> we in Massachusetts have an inferiority complex. Yeah. I mean, I watch the news all the time, and it's like, well, Boston might get the Olympics. Or, it's always like they got to, you know, kind of puff themselves up. Right. About, and I understand, but it's like, and it is local news, but it is what you're saying. It's not that you can't be into where you live. It's a very good thing to be into sure. your community and know what's going on, but... Like there are, there is other places and other things going on. Yeah, you know. So I had, uh, you know, we, uh, the grocery store chain that I work at. Um, you know, we get produce from around the world, and someone was looking at uh, uh, avocados, and you know, we get them from several countries, yeah. and you know, picked up the bag, and he's like. Ugh. These ones are from Mexico. I was just like, okay. He's like, I, I don't buy those. I was like, is there a particular country? And he's just like, well, not Mexico. And I was like, why do they taste different? He's like, I don't know. I can't tell the difference, but I won't buy from Mexico until they pay for that wall. And I'm just like, all right, you're, first of all, you don't think for yourself. Because this, and this yeah. was like an adult that was like 20 years older than me. And I was just like, you know that there's really great stuff from every place in the world. And just because it's not from the United States doesn't mean it's inferior. In fact, most of the really great stuff in the world comes from somewhere other than the United States. Like, yeah. we have great stuff, too. Oh, we do. But it's like, um, like, and it goes back to me, like, why do we always have to be the best at everything? Like, uh, See, I thought you were going with, where I thought I knew you were going with that. And I thought the guy was, or the person was going to tell you the reason they didn't buy the avocados was because that uh, certain... Allegedly, certain drug cartels in Mexico oh. have infiltrated the avocado, the avocado big industry. avocado, right? And, no. uh, <laughs> that, that and that's how they're either. making legit money, which is brilliant. Mm. But because um, all you know, all the people like that are like, "Oh, they're going to pay for a wall," and you know, I'm I, not. You know, I always think it's funny when people use the big cartel argument because yeah. in this country we allow millions and billions of dollars to big pharmacy companies oh, yeah, and no one bats an eyelash because it's legal but mm-hmm. it I mean it hurts just as many people oh, it's yeah. just you know there's senators writing off on it because they're getting paid it's really crazy I was having a conversation about this the other day and it just amazed me I smoked for a long time cigarettes mm-hmm. for a long time I wish I never had yeah um I hope that when pot goes legal nationally, I know Philip Morris and all of them are going to be all over it. I hope no one gives them a dime right. because they could have lobbied it a long time ago, but they didn't. And now that there's money and, in it, I mean, and they, they, they threw a lot of money to help fight yeah. it for a long time. Yeah, they did absolutely. But um, the thing that's crazy about me in this country is when you say, you know, like people are like, "Oh, well, you got to get your pot from a dispensary because it's trustworthy because whatever." And it's like, well, McDonald's sells me shit. You know, and no one has a problem with that. When I was in Japan, they wouldn't let Wendy's be in Japan because they wanted to serve chicken that was substandard to right. the thing. Right. So they were just like, oh, you can't come here. And Wendy's like, oh, well, you know, we won't come here. But that's the thing. Like, this problem, they don't have, this country, they don't have a problem with people eating garbage or smoking cigarettes, like selling something that's straight poison to somebody. Yeah. And when you question somebody on it, they'll just be like, oh, it's your choice. You don't have to do that. Right. You know what I mean? But other countries, not that they're better, it's just interesting and refreshing to see someone be like, why do we want to poison? Like, why do we want to, why is this like this? And, you know, you got all these senators or congressmen or whoever who get free health care 
who just tell you you're a socialist or a commie if you want free healthcare. Right. So they take advantage of everything that supposedly we can't have. For sure. Have so. Well, it's interesting, too, because a lot of the countries where they don't allow a lot of these large corporations, particularly with food in, and, like, like we're, we're one of the only countries that refrigerates their eggs in the supermarket because of all the processes we put them yeah. through. Like, you go to supermarkets in Europe, and the eggs are just sitting on a shelf because naturally eggs don't need to be refrigerated. Yeah. The shell keeps it from going bad. Mm-hmm. But we process the hell out of them, and, you know, they deteriorate. But um, most of the countries where they're really concerned about what their citizens are fed and whatnot usually have pretty good health care systems, too. So they're taking care of them on both ends of it. Yeah. You know, like, whereas this country, we'll let you eat whatever you want. We don't uh, give a shit. But then, yeah, you got to pay out the ass for health care. Yeah, I mean... Right now, I don't even have insurance, but that's a different story right. anyway. But Because um, it's just not affordable. But by the law, if you don't have it in Massachusetts at the end of the year, like next year, if I don't have had insurance either most of the year or all of the year, right. they'll take it out of my time. They'll charge me like 900 bucks, which right. to me seems like extortion. But Yeah, because yeah, you're like, I, I can't afford to do it, so yeah. we're going to take... So you're going to charge yeah, me? Yeah, you're going to charge me. I'm just checking one time. That's okay. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, it's the whole political thing is all messed up. So yeah, obviously, but yeah, I don't know. It, I, I mean, it'll be interesting to, because I feel like I feel like now, like in the last in the last ten years, certainly since you know leading up to and since the last election, I know more and more people that are actively concerned with politics than ever before. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, when I was 18, when I was 20, I I was like, well, first of all, none of this stuff they're talking about concerns me at all, <laughs> yeah. even though it did, but yeah. I didn't really realize it. But also, it was a lot more difficult to get information yeah. and oh, also yeah. to see how you could personally impact yeah. it. But I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see in our lifetime how much stuff's going to change yeah. even more because I mean stuff has changed in the last you know 20 years it, 25 yeah, years so crazy. much that I'm sure I mean because it's also like I don't know if it feels to you but it feels to me like stuff is changing at a faster and faster pace all the time oh it definitely is um, so you know it could be something that like in 10 years like you know we all vote through a smartphone and yeah. Um, you know, an issue is brought, like, should this be legal? Should this not be legal? You you can vote through an app on your phone and, like, a law goes, you know, laws get changed in a matter of weeks instead of years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, which still sounds crazy in science fiction to me, but, like, again, going back to that, having 10,000 songs in your pocket 25 years yeah. ago would have seemed crazy to me. Oh, yeah, I have boxes full of CDs and, yeah. obviously, records, but yeah. that's the thing. I'm glad I was born obviously before social media mm-hmm. and I'm very glad because if I had had social media when I was in high school I'm sure I would have posted many things that I would have regretted right <laughs> so thank god but it kills me because people don't like besides us don't like the younger generation doesn't know what that was like right that you know you it was hard to get information there weren't channels there wasn't the internet you had right. encyclopedias if you were lucky enough for your parents to afford them uh 
you know, you had to go by what other people said. You couldn't fact check any of it, so people could just throw bullshit at you. Right. Like, it's just so amazing where we are today that you would think with, like you were saying when we started out, the access of technology being at your fingertips. Yeah. The ideas that are old and archaic would just be, we'd be way past that because we're like, oh, we know that's not, you know. Right. But it's it's interesting. Well, there's, you know, there's pushback from conservatives about information like it's crazy to me how much in you know 2018 2019 science is refuted with well i don't know if that's true or not no we actually do know it's true we have facts it's not an opinion when you know scientists know like you know the denial about climate change and stuff like that and you know i mean you know once they tell us the earth is flat yeah. Then we could just get on with everything. You know, face, face is fake and the earth is fake. Right. Oh, God, that's... It amazes me how many how many flat earthers there are now. But, I mean, you look at, like, the whole anti-vaccine movement right. that happened. Yeah. Like, like, I wonder... Because, I mean, she was obviously not the only one, but Jenny McCarthy was a big pusher of vaccines are terrible for you, you yeah. know, 10 years ago. And so many people like like made decisions that would affect not only their lives but their kids' lives. That's crazy. Based on on Jenny uh, McCarthy. Uh, yeah, because she was like very vocal about it, and it was she just has a like, what's that? No, I'm sorry. No, she no, has okay. no. Yeah, she has no like medical too. degree, and I'm just like, and this is not to like disparage what she did, but I'm like, you're basing a medical life decision yeah. on what a former Playboy playmate exactly like. Thought. Out of control. Was she on out of control? She was on uh, yeah. one of those one of those MTV yeah. dating shows. Yeah, and but. I'm just like you know, and again, not disparaging Jenny McCarthy, but yeah. she's no, not she's a scientist. Nope. She's not a doctor. She doesn't know what she's talking about. But that's <laughs> I don't know. It's just like she could be president. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think at this point anyone could be president. Yeah. People say we can't do worse, but I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I bet we could do worse. It's funny listening. Like I, I have a a Rage Against the Machine live album, and that I had way back in the day, and I hadn't listened to it in probably ten years. And I dragged it out the other day, and one of the songs at the beginning, Zach is talking about Bill Clinton. He's like, he's probably the worst fucking president this country's ever going to see, and I'm just like, and I'm not, you know, you know. I'm not excusing anything about, you know, Bill Clinton, but I was just like, oh man, if you had known then, like, you know, I mean, people even talk about George W. talked about George W. Bush yeah. that way, and now there's a nostalgia for him. Yeah, he looks like, like not like a saint, but I mean, everyone like, yeah, likes him. I was all right. Well, that's the thing compared to not that I want to get into a big political thing. Right. I know you were going to talk about vaccines, so I apologize. No, but, no, no. Um, that's the thing. Like, I, it's. I think there was something in the news where, like, someone was talking about pedophilia and Trump, and they were almost like, you know what I mean? It's like, like pedophilia wasn't, they didn't say it wasn't as bad, but it's like almost anything you put next to this guy, he's worse than, which is pretty bad. For sure, (laughs) for sure. Which, obviously, I wouldn't condone. I mean, it's interesting because just public approval is some of the worst ever. But, and I've said to people before, you know, because I've had conversations with friends, and obviously anyone listening to this, you probably, I, I, I clearly I'm, I'm more of a liberal-leaning politically, but I, I'm like, they're like, yeah, well, in two years when we elect them, I was like, I don't know, I have because there is, 
there is a faction in this country that elected him, so I'm yes. like, it wouldn't surprise me if he gets reelected. Yeah, uh, you it know. wouldn't surprise me either, unfortunately. And well, and and the the only plus side of that, I mean, because it sucks because a lot of ignorance and hatred in this country is now out in the open because they're like, well, if the president's talking like this, so it's we're it's okay for us to be open about this. A, it lets us know who really feels that way, but B, it also makes the people striving for change in the other direction work that much harder, which ultimately is important, I think. No, it definitely is, and I don't think you need to censor anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think everyone's entitled to their opinion and everything else, and it's good to have it out in the open. Yeah. Like, it's good to know where someone stands or, you know, whatever. Um, Unfortunately, the way the system is, you know, it's one side fighting another side, right. and then you find out. I was very upset to find out that the Democrats did what they did to Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And I was like, you know, oh, it's just disparaging to find out that's the, you know, that shit goes on all the time and you don't even know about it. And yeah. No one ever gets in trouble for anything. They they get fired and then they get hired to something else. To do something very similar, but yeah. 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 It's kind of crazy. I think for a lot of people that was a disheartening thing because it was sort of. Because I, you know, I, I I grew up in a in a liberal family that pretty much always yeah. voted Democrat, and so in my mind, naively, I was like, oh, well, we're the good guys. And then when yeah. I found out, you know, that they had, you know, even though he won, you know, that they they yeah. gave the nomination to Hillary Clinton, and I was just like, oh, the Democrats do shiesty shit too. Yeah, they all do. I mean, that's politics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well. It's it's gotten to that time where I probably have to head down to work. But, All right. Well, yeah. Thank you for having me. On, yeah. Man. Thanks for it's thanks actually for, great doing this. Yeah. Thanks for meeting me on a One Sunday morning. So what time is it? It's like uh, ten of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It actually is. Wow. Nice. So, nice. Well, thanks well, for meeting me for coffee. It's well, always good to see you, man. man. Yeah. Cool.